0: A divine messenger of a higher power. A source of faith. A divine communication. Divinely inspired action. The source of goodness. The spark of life. The ultimate guide. Communion with God. Hey there y'all, welcome to Woo Woo Bible, the podcast where we ditch the dogma so we can connect to something greater than ourselves. My name is Dylan D. Money King. I'm a spiritual life coach, board certified hypnotherapist, and lover of all things mystical, magical, and miraculous. Let's dive in. Hey there y'all, if you are new here, well then, Welcome. I am so glad you are here. And if you're coming back, well then, welcome back. It's so nice to connect with you again. I have some big news. I got a microphone. You can't see it, but it is here. So here's hoping you can tell a little bit of a difference. Another little note of housekeeping, I am very excited to let you know that I just put out an intention setting guide that's an intention setting guide for your personal revolution. I'm super excited about this because at the time that I'm putting out this episode, it's right around the Gemini New Moon. And the way I set up this guide, it is designed to help you first gain clarity on your intentions, because. Let's be real, sometimes it can be tough to even recognize what it is exactly that we want. The second part of the guide is specifically for supporting you in actually invoking those intentions. Now, I've broken this down into several different ways so that you can really customize your intentions to suit you and how you operate. You may remember a few weeks ago, I did a review of Spirit Hacking, and in that book, he tries to talk about manifestation um, in a different sort of way, um, but he doesn't really actually accomplish that. So I'm going to tell you that these tips are actually a little bit different. I do try to make it as supportive of you and however Um, you want to invoke your intentions and actually give you different suggestions for how to get started. And if you're a little bit more advanced, um, there's space for you too. So this guide is totally free and you can grab it with the link in the description. Today we have a juicy story for you I like this story because it talks about Peter being in a trance and having a vision and making a big dramatic statement that just leaves all the meanings silent. But instead of one of those ridiculous Tumblr stories where everybody clapped at the end, we just get a nice juicy little nugget, if we choose so, to recognize that there are hella paths to the divine. So let's start off with a nice little summary. This is Acts 11, 1 through 18. So like I said, Peter is the main guy in this story. Um, He is confronted by some people. They are super pissed off that he is teaching to people who are not Jews. They do not have a covenant with God. They do not follow the right laws. They are out here breaking the rules. They're outsiders. They're like, WTF, Peter, you can't do that. Peter says, yo, listen, I was praying. I went into this deep trance and I had a vision. He's raven. That's a raven. (sighs) I saw all these animals that we usually call unclean. And I heard a voice tell me, Peter, go and eat these animals. And I was freaked out. I said, no way. I have never broken these laws before and I am not about to break them now. But the voice came back at me and it said, Peter, what God has made clean, you must not call dirty or forbidden. This same thing happened to me three times. And when I came out of the trance, three guys showed up to the house I was at. That's not just a coincidence. Come on. And when those guys showed up, I heard that same voice again. It said, Peter, go with these guys. And it also said, I don't need to make any distinction between Gentiles and Jews. And as I was talking with these guys, they started to have these same spiritual experiences that I did at the beginning of my journey. It was wild. And that's when I remembered. Jesus said, John baptized with water, but going forward, you will be washed with spirit. And it all clicked who am i to stand in god's way and the people couldn't argue with him and then everyone clapped no i'm just kidding nobody clapped it doesn't end like that um so (laughs) I think it would be really easy to just say, oh, yeah, Peter, he went out into the world and preached about Jesus and then everybody became a Christian and lived happily ever after. I mean, obviously that's not what happened. Um, And it's it's kind of ridiculous to expect that. Um, So I looked up some statistics. It's always curious, a curious cat. Um, And. Technically, Christianity has the quote unquote majority of world religions, but it's actually far from being a actual majority um, because it's only about 30% of the world population. So I wouldn't really call that a majority, even though it's like the highest overall percentage. The next highest is Islam at 23%. Um, So I don't think this like concept of like Christianity being this mega superpower is really absolutely correct here, I think what is a more interesting plot point here is how the spirit shows up. So in this verse, it it specifically refers to the Holy Spirit, which interestingly enough, shows up in multiple religions. And if you grew up like I did in the Bible Belt, not fully being exposed to a lot of other schools of thought unless you actively sought them out as a child, you may not even realize that the concept of the Holy Spirit does show up in other religions, even if they're not consistently talking about the Father, Son and Holy Spirit as the Holy Trinity, like many Christian schools of thought, Um, which is just super fascinating um, and then if we take a look at you know other schools of thought where people instead choose to connect to things like source or utilize the word spirit or um, guardian angels or spirit guides, there are there are so many, many things that come to mind that would fit into this category um, under this kind of overarching theme and that that theme is, A divine messenger of a higher power. A source of faith. A divine communication. Divinely inspired action. The source of goodness. The spark of life. The ultimate guide. Communion with God. These are literally just a bunch of different definitions that I pulled from different um, faiths. Like... Judaism, Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, um, Baha'i faith, um, which I am doing my best to pronounce. Um, But even if you are active in the, in the spiritual community or have a little experience, you probably recognize some of these words from the other types of things that people talk about when they are guiding you in working with the moon or manifestation work or connecting with your intuition or even talking about the 5D or quantum mechanics. These are the same, it's the same words that pop up over and over and over again. And I would also argue that just even looking at Peter going into a trance, having a vision, that is so woo-woo. That is very, very similar to deep meditative states or hypnotherapy or ayahuasca, which is like the trendiest of trendy things to do right now is to go have a spiritual experience By doing an ayahuasca ceremony. Like that is the thing right now. So let's take a look at a few of the points that Peter makes. One, rules are stupid. I know some of you who listen to this podcast listen to it because you go to church and you are just wanting a little spicier interpretation of the Bible than maybe you are getting from whomever your priest is. And some of you have left the church because of very traumatic things that went on, which is completely understandable. The church as an entity has a lot to reckon with because it does not uphold the promises it has made and it hasn't followed what it was supposed to do. I think that's part of why passages like these are so important because they break down the walls between the them, the us, the others, the outsiders, what we're doing wrong, what we need to do. The people come up to Peter saying, you broke a divine law. And if you've been around people in whatever context, uh, a church, a spiritual group, anywhere where people are trying to give support but end up, for some reason, making up a bunch of rules so that they can teach you how to become worthy, how to er earn your worth, which doesn't make sense. It's pretty clear by just following the money and patriarchy, how the church got here. I'm going to assume that any other organized religion, personal development, or spiritual group that is operating in the same context Is motivated by the same thing um, because that just kind of seems to be the thematic theme of the world. Hey I don't mean to interrupt my flow but I am editing and I want to clarify that I don't mean all personal development or spiritual groups or communities or religions are always operating with the intention for more power, more money, etc. It just seems to be that when groups or people lose their way and lose their paths they generally when you are tracing things back you can generally as they say follow the money um so just please note that anybody who judges you because your spiritual journey is different from theirs while they may be acting from a place of the best intentions they generally are it does it does us a lot of good to assume the best in people their actions are not representative of what divine love is the second great point that peter makes it's all about the spirit. And there are so many ways to feel that. There are so many ways to experience that. So whatever spirit looks like, feels like, smells like for you, whatever connects you in, whatever dials you in, is so much more important than what someone down the street or on Instagram decides is right for you. Now, you can absolutely ask what other people do, get curious, try new things. I know I've kind of bashed like a lot of things. I've made kind of like a joke about ayahuasca being super trendy. But hey, if you want to try ayahuasca and it unlocks something in you, amazing, amazing but just because other people say that this is the way it might not be your way and that's that's perfectly okay there is not one specific recipe for spiritual salvation or spiritual awakening there's just not it's how you connect to spirit and your version of spirit is going to look very different from everybody else's. In this story, Peter is comparing how, you know, Peter was a disciple. He literally met Jesus as a person. That's a very different experience than these Gentiles who are talking to Peter. That's a very different version of what they are experiencing. It's very different for us in this day and age who are reading a book or going out into nature or whatever it is that cultivates that connection for us, experiencing artwork, seeing the divine in our relationships, whatever it is that connects us in, it's going to be very different from other people. And what matters is how we find spirit and then let's let's dial into that last line this this line really really gets me peter says who am i to stand in god's way your connection is so important so divine So sacred. So powerful. I know there are people out there who think that they are somehow in charge of it. (laughs) They somehow have more authority over it than you do. But they're not and they don't. So you protect the divine in you and you cultivate that relationship and you honor and respect what is sacred and what is powerful inside of you and you protect that and you allow others to express the divine in them because it is so, so beautiful. Um, so yeah, I think my title of this episode was Why Are We Still Arguing Over the Rules? And it's because I'm tired of talking about all the things we have to do. Both, you know, in our society, in our capitalist society that we live in, um, but also, you know, in this very um, dogmatic influential place, I don't understand why we are consistently talking about the things that we have to do to earn some kind of place. When the majority of this book talks about, hey, your rules are stupid. So much of it is your rules are stupid. I think I've done so many podcast episodes where he's like, I don't, I don't know why we're talking about this. Stop, stop, stop. It's really funny to me in some ways and also sad in a lot of ways. So, when I am bringing this up again, it's really more to reiterate again that you are worthy. You don't have to earn anything. And the biggest thing here is that we really dishonor other people's paths and our own paths when we discredit the notion that spirit isn't important. When we feel like God has to look one particular way or act a certain way or be a certain thing when we have to... um, Even when we are expanding outside of a way that we've been raised, if we are looking into, oh, well, I want to learn how to read tarot cards or I want to learn about connecting into the earth, when we are saying, I have to do this this particular way and I can't make any mistakes or I will lose something, you don't have to earn anything. You're already divine. You just are. Because the ultimate peace is our connection. And that's what the spirit is about. If we look back at some of the definitions and at how the spirit is in this pas- passage, it's about how we connect to our higher power. And, and honestly, y'all, Jesus is a- another conduit to connect to the bigger picture. So all of the things that you use, whether that's um, Jesus or Buddha or oracle cards or candles or prayer or meditation or art or walks in nature, the list goes on and on and on. The point of it is that you are dialing in to spirit to reconnect And rebuild to that higher power, which is just really, really beautiful. I don't know if this was a particularly helpful episode or just uh, an unhinged rambling, um, but, you know... Maybe you needed to hear it. Maybe it was helpful for you. And if you needed to hear it, then you are the only person who matters to me. And if you made it to the end here, I really, really appreciate it. I would love to know what you think. Please uh, slide up into my DMs over on Instagram. My handle over there is at Queen of Grit. I'd particularly like to know if you have any questions or something that's on your mind. Those DMs are open, baby. And if you are looking for more one-on-one support, I do have some spots open in my one-on-one coaching container, self-ish. What if you were you without the ish? That's a trauma-informed coaching container for folks who want to shatter the people-pleasing pattern break up with codependency, and redefine who they are. I've just added a new option to give you different selections for what fits your time and your budget. So if that sounds like something that's interesting to you, I will drop that link in the description as well. That is everything that I have for you today, guys. Happy Pride Month to all my LGBTQIA+. I'm looking forward to creating a very special podcast for Pride Month when I have all my materials together. I hope y'all have a very happy Wednesday, a wonderful week, and remember, until next time, stay mystical, note the magical, and embrace the miracles. Bye!